Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It is, uh, it's actually Sunday, so we're going to have an early Monday podcast, uh, Sunday after Anaheim 2. Obviously, our boy A-Ray is not sitting in the, the big chair today. Our big chair guy is Michael Antonovich. Uh, he's, he's the only major award winner in our group right now. <laughs> he's got That's awesome. This, the AMA gave him this light-up leg lamp for oh, uh, media. Is it media person of the year? Yeah. 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 yeah last night at uh, Anaheim too. So we're all very proud of him. Um, personally, I'm, I'm also proud of A-Ray. I thought you rode Thank good. You. Thank yeah. you. I was stressing because I thought you were going to get Shane and I was like, maybe we'll have A-Ray sit on Michael's lap in the big chair. Or something. We'll just split. Just split move it, over. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hate triple crowns. Let's just, let's just say it. I hate triple crowns. I like, granted, I did watch it as a fan because I didn't make the main and it was very, very exciting. But me as a racer hated every second of it. It it's was high so, stress. It's so high stress, um, so high pace. Like you're having to, to ride. Uh, well, me in my situation, I'm having to ride way over my head to try and get that top 18 time, which I almost mm-hmm. had with only like two minutes left of the the second practice there. So uh, yeah, it's tough, but whatever. Congrats, Anton. It's badass. Thank you, Ray Ray. I appreciate that. Yeah. You were riding good. Yeah, other than that one little, you know, in the whoops. Oh, that was yeah. good to get up and then just let <laughs> Dro- everybody know you're okay. Dropped the nose, did a somersault. Came out all good, though. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, part of having a sketchy lifestyle, I guess. You get, you learn how to crash. Those were some big dog whoops, though. They were big, yeah. And we had another good set of whoops, I feel like, this weekend. Um, they built them with a dozer. Um, I seen a tweet from Phil Nicoletti. He said we need to go back to um, loader whoops. I don't really agree with that. I think the whoops from the last couple of weekends, it's been good because guys have, um, whenever they wanted to, they, they were able to skim all day. And, and I feel like um, in years, in the past few years, pretty much everybody went to jumping. You know, a lot of people weren't comfortable skimming and I think it's uh, it's something good. Hey, you know, I was talking to the Dirtworks guys about the track build, but then I talked to everybody on track walk uh, Saturday the thing that everyone has said is the difference between the practice tracks that you guys ride versus those tracks. The practice tracks are real flowy. The transitions are nice and smooth. These are a little bit notchier, and that's yeah. been a thing. So yeah, how so, is that for you guys? Uh, it's a little bit different, right? Like a lot of people, they come up to us and like, man, is that rhythm like, or is your suspension like kicking you in the rhythms? I'm like, no, it, like we, it's, it's hard to explain, right? So during like press and then the first few practices, the it kind of breaks the track into where like it starts out like super notchy and transitioning, but in the night program, it, it gets smoother and smoother and smoother once more guys are riding it and the more they prep the track. So, um, I it's got a lot more G outs, I guess at the at the beginning of the day because you know there's ruts all the way across the track and then you're hitting soft spots because one another thing about the practice tracks too is they're they're baked in the sun like they're you know, quite a bit older, um, mm. and they build these fresh tracks on the Supercross, like what Wednesday, Thursday. They're yeah. still working on the track, so these tracks are fairly still new, mm-hmm. and the dirt is still soft. So, like throughout throughout the day, you're gonna have ruts, 
you're going to have some soft spots, some kickers, and some stuff like that. But the more they work it, it, it gets better throughout the day. Hey, everybody said that this track was super technical, right? What made it more technical than Anaheim 1? Was it just the way it was built? Uh, there was, no, there, there, I mean, there was just a lot of long rhythms, right? I mean, Anaheim 1 had its own uh, technicalities to it, right? Because of the, the rain yeah, yeah, and the conditions. I don't think that Anaheim, I mean, that one long rhythm at Anaheim, the 3-3-3-3, three, 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 that, was, that was pretty tough to time. Uh, and then we had a, another one like that this, this weekend. Um, I think this weekend that that whole side over there like you know yeah we go left and right and like we used up a lot of room i feel like for straightaways this weekend and then on that far side it was it was kind of like slot car racing because everything was so tight and i feel like that's where you get the the technical from because everything was super tight and straight out of the corner what did you guys think about the start you know with the straightaway turn I only did one start, but uh, I didn't really like it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was cool, but there was a couple moments, especially Sexton, one of the starts where they hit that last right hander and they're jumping kind of into that berm. I thought Sexton was going down. Like a lot of the guys that looked like their front was just kind of like oh, and they're just committing to landing on that berm. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't recall seeing a first turn crash. Uh, there was in the LCQ. Logan Leitzel freaking about clean me out too. Two stroke guy. No, no, another guy. He was on a 450. But. Is that the guy in the Cowie? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he like spun. He did he, something weird yeah. out of the first turn, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what he did. It was slick. Yeah. Like that whole, that whole slick. area was super slick. That's Even what, like coming out of the sand, I almost did a 180 a few times. I wanted to ask you about that because we saw a lot of tuck in the front end, especially after the, the would you call that a dragon's back? It was uh, more like a, I don't know. It was maybe like a half of a dragon's back yeah. i don't know we were kind of like two and then just like popping over the top and then towards the end of the night guys like coop and, and jet were just jumping, jumping all the way over, over it. it yeah um but yeah no it was it was slick uh, and i think that um the moisture came up at the mm-hmm. at the end of the night that's whenever you started getting your guys like wash the front end yeah you know on friday it was dry it was yeah. so dry yeah. I think dusty. they had to water a lot on, on yeah. Yeah, because even Glover was like really surprised that they had watered that heavy down the first baseline because there was standing water during track walk. And Brock's like, you know, it's going to be in the shade the whole time here. So that part is going to be completely different than the part on the outfield is where you guys are hitting the gas by the start straight away where it was pretty dry and dusty. And during practice, dude, honestly, the track was like an outdoor national. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was rough. It was rutted like uh, the turns before, like the whoops. Um yeah, like the the double double section in the first yeah. practice was the ruts completely sketchy. Like mm-hmm. those two doubles, I hate them. I still have PTSD <laughs> from Indy a couple of years ago. Whenever I landed on Freese's bike, everyone's cross jumping. There's just you jump in a rut, you land in a rut, and you take off in another rut. It uh, I don't like those those jumps across the the start straight. Cause, yeah, it's gnarly. I mean, we almost seen so many crashes right there. Yeah, people getting landed on Dino and uh, Barsha collided in the air. Yeah, at the beginning of one of the main events. No, it was it was terrible. Like mm. I I thought that both of them were gonna, yeah, be seriously injured. But, um, yeah, I, it was just uh, it was a tough track. The, you, you know, kind of I think is sucks about the triple crown for guys on your level, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're at a regular race, you you get to race a heat race, you get to race LCQ, the fans see you sponsors benefit from the television time uh triple crown the lcq happens before opening ceremonies right right mm-hmm. yeah so like no one even saw you last night that wasn't tuning into the broadcast yeah race day live or uh 
I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, <laughs> if you're if you're a guy like me and you're like you're stressing the track maybe or or like not like me, I would say because I I want to race and ride as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But like say like someone maybe a little bit like lower in, they're like, "Hey, we're getting paid the same amount if we make the night show and we get to ride less." So, um it's uh it it's weird, right? And I think that what what if they like brought out the broadcast just with the LCQs just fucking Yeah. You firing know, it's like a like a start of the night like a b main like hey like this is the b main full are, undercard yeah yeah like hey four of these guys get in and like mm-hmm. it's just a knockdown drag out just okay so the, let's talk about the lcq your uh your start was better yeah it, but it you was still better. came around like ninth i think right um so what happened was yeah like I, I didn't get the jump out of the gate and then like some of the guys like they just sort of closed me off i, I still had a good position coming around the first turn but with that logan lightsell kid hit with him crashing i had to slow up so i didn't hit his bike i almost hit his bike and uh so yeah i mean i came around like seven eight and then uh pass made some passes moved all the way up to fifth uh some got like uh harlan my teammate he crashed um so yeah i was right there uh, i think i might have even been in fourth for a split second and then mm. uh, macrath got by me um yeah it was terrible yeah, when I saw McElroth behind you, when I first took notice of him behind you, he was pretty far behind. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he but caught he, me pretty quick. He caught I you, think I made a mistake. And, uh, but, dude, he caught you, and he caught up to the other three guys and kind of left you behind, but then you caught back up. Yeah, yeah. I put I tried to put on a little bit of a charge there, and I knew that like uh, those guys weren't going anywhere, so I knew if... If they bunched up, I could I could catch up. Because mm-hmm. what, what sucked was, like what we were talking about earlier... All of us, like um, shoot, like Freddie, Shane, um, Starling, those those three guys, we were all like the same speed in that race. So it was hard for me to catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like when when you're riding the same pace. So whenever Shane got up there, the, it sort of bunched everybody up and it slowed them down because they're like, hey, like this guy's behind me, so they're trying to push forward, but mm-hmm. the guy in front of them is just trying to play defense. So like they bunched up and it was able, I was able to keep charging and work my way up a little bit closer. That's whenever I caught up to Shane, but it was just a bit premature. I should have, I should have hit him yeah, a little so bit harder. Did you, did you back off and not do a Freddie Norton on him? Yeah, I or? backed off. I could, I could have, I could have just went straight for the front wheel. Like I could have just cut the track and just went straight and just hit him straight on. But I didn't. Um, Is it because Shane's such a nice guy? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I just played golf with him the other day. <laughs> Yeah, I was worried like karma was going to get me on the way home or something. I don't mm-hmm. know, but um, it was a bit premature. I think if I would have waited after the whoops that next right, I think it would have been a little bit of a better um, opportunity. But you live and you learn, you know, whenever you're out there in the LCQ, that's the last thing you're doing is thinking. So That was like one of the more competitive LCQs for a Triple yeah. Crown. Because like I can think when we go to Arizona, sometimes they're just, you know, bing, bing, bing. There's not really a lot of action, but... I mean, for Moran's and Norn to go across the finish line within photo finish of each other, that yeah. never happens for these yeah. triple crowns. Yeah, and 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 too, like it was like a freight train of us, like uh, there for like a lap or two, like all five of us just in the same rhythm section, just mm-hmm. jumping. Like I don't know, it was it was a very very competitive day from start to finish because like with the with the triple crown, like I was saying, the you get you got to go fast and everyone wants to be top 18 because no one wants to go to that lcq mm-hmm. so yeah it, it was a tough day 
Dude, 250 LCQ was good, too. Politelli right? and B-Ray's battle for the death? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, no, it was good. So you get your uh, the Hannah Ray bonus. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually just right? tweeted about it. Yeah, she's like, yeah, still on for Houston, so I still have the stickers. You just got to cut that. Yeah, the other H off. Yeah, yeah. Sam going to get mad? Probably, but yeah. Got to pay for that wedding. Yeah, I got to pay for that wedding. Jeez. All right, so let's... Let's talk about results and finishes and stuff. I mean, it's crazy. Both classes had like mixed results and, and different winner than mm-hmm. the first two rounds. Uh, Eli, big one. Yeah, big, big, one in big the, crash. The last one. But uh, it's funny because I saw the videos and it looked like he was a little bit dazed when he's getting back on and trying to pull on the track and everything. And Kyle Vara from Bell said he smoked that helmet. But... Kyle said he's totally fine though, mm-hmm. and then in the hours weekend we got, he's totally fine, like crystal clear head, mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, he he looked like he had a little bit of cuckoo for cocoa puffs going yeah, on. Yeah, I think I think at that point it, it, you're just shocked at what the hell just happened. You kind of need a, a second or two, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think he got away really really clean with that that crash. You know, sometimes I mean, yeah, tough blocks are are kind of a bitch sometimes, but sometimes it can, whenever you do something like that and you have a crash like he had, I think it worked out for the little bit, you know, for the better because he was able to land on it instead of landing on the concrete or the side of the jump. Yeah, just like Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. He said his body landed on the tough block, right? Yeah. So he's lucky about that. Yeah, he was just like flying through the air and he just like hugged a tough block. Yeah. So Sexton gets the win, but... He crashed in one of the mains, right? Mm-hmm. The second main, and wasn't up front right off the start in the third main. So I was surprised because I, I I left after the start of the third main to go start waiting in the media scrum <laughs> where where Sean Brennan wanted me to wait. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I didn't expect him to come away with the win when I left the stadium, but obviously he did, and he looked good, solid all day. What did he say in his uh, post-race? He said he was just flowing. I mean, he was – I think he was fastest each qualifying session he went out. Like, mm-hmm. he was just clicking. To me, him and him and Eli had two very different nights because I thought Eli looked off from the very beginning. Like, he, mm-hmm. he still looked great, right? But he just didn't look like he was attacking the track as much as the other guys. And uh, he was just a little further back and even qualifying than I expected. But yeah, Chase, he was gelling with the track. I think other than that that front end tuck after the weird dragon's back thing, he had a pretty flawless night. Speaking of gelling, um, Ken Roxon. Yeah. It looks like he's gelling a lot better this week with his bike. I wonder if they found something with the factory connection there in Florida. He was throwing whips in press day. I mean, that's, that's, that's an improvement, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. More confident. Very consistent. Like... A little bit more like race out of him, I feel yeah. like. Like he had more intensity. So what that tells me, I mean, he's getting a little bit more comfortable with this bike. Um, that where you mentioned earlier, him jumping over that entire dragon's back thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like the past two weekends, if there was an obstacle like that, that riders were like, oh, late in the race, I can do this now. He wasn't doing it. Yeah. Right? He was yeah. sticking to his lines. I thought he looked uh, in the whoop section. He looked more like he did in his preseason Instagram video where he's mm-hmm. just like on the very top. Well, he was jumping the last two mains. Like he was jumping through the whoops when everyone was still blitzing, mm-hmm. but he made it work. Like it was kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. yeah. If you went down through the middle, there was, there was a nice jump line. Um, 
That's the thing with the with those whoops and and the way the dirt was on Saturday, man. It was slick. It was very very slick. So you've seen a lot of guys going side to side. Um, there was a lot of edges, a lot of edges in those whoops. Sewell said that uh, last week the big thing for testing was further suspension development for uh, with factory connection. And he said they made a lot of changes from San Diego to Anaheim too. Bike was a lot different, so. Mm-hmm. Ken said the same on the podium and in the press conference. Like, hey, we've made massive changes, and the team has done everything that I asked them to do, even when it's something that they maybe thought we shouldn't do. They've mm-hmm. still tried it, and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. And, I mean, this is perfect timing, too. Like, if Ken has two so-so races, and it's a more mellow start to the season, and he comes on, like, round seven, eight, nine rounds in, mm-hmm. this could get really interesting because it's still mm-hmm. tight now. Like, that was the biggest thing about last night. Now it's four or five points between them. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see Factory Connection back too. Like it's been a couple of years since we've seen them like out there, you know. Mm-hmm. But even like yesterday, they have they're in charge of all the the amateur Rockstar Husqvarna kids. So Crocker and Hawkins were on full Factory Connection stuff. But yeah, it's pretty cool to see them back at the top too. So last night's uh, Eli crash. He said in his hours weekend that he benefited from the triple crown because that. Damage was minimized mm-hmm. for, I think, sixth overall. Yep. Yep. But uh, tightened up the points race, so it's four points, I think. Yeah. Between and then, Eli and Cooper and, and Chase. Chase, right? yeah. Yeah, but uh, Eli still has the points lead, right? Yeah, like yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I I, I wonder if uh, Cooper's kicking himself because he could have took a bigger chunk out. Well, but then he had the Jason thing too. Mm-hmm. Could have been better if him and Jason hadn't come together like mm-hmm. they did in that first one. Mm-hmm. But then I think even that, like, he was pretty tangy through the rest of the night. And when those two were near each other, I was like, okay, when, when's this going to happen now? How does this one play out? Mm-hmm. Hey, do you think you rode? So were the whoops big enough to be like, okay, that bike looks fine? Because to me, AP and Webb look really fast to the whoops. Yeah, the whoops are difficult this weekend, for so, sure. Like, I mean, yeah, like, they're, they weren't the biggest we've ever yeah. had, but they were still technical. I mean, how many people did you guys see in practice each Oof. in the whoops? All, all day. All yeah, day. I mean, you had McAdoo, Hampshire, um, AC, I think. Even did did uh, Roxon crash in the whoops or no? no I mean, no. I crashed him. I did a somersault. But RJ fell qualifying and in the last main there. The, uh, all I, know, I was in A practice, and there was a lot of yellow flags in the whoops yeah. each lap. Yeah, because yeah, no. they were getting pissed. Guys would come through trying to get a hot lap and then see the yellow flag out. I heard Jason and a couple other guys hit Jason's that always pissed. curve and then just rev <laughs> yeah. so mad. Yeah, Yeah. so there there was a lot of crashes. I mean, yeah, like the, they look noticeably better in the whoops. You know, it, and, and to see Coop, skimming that late into the main events like first and second main and he didn't go to jumping until like the third main he might have even been skimming two in the third main you don't see that from from webb unless he's either super comfortable they figured something out on the bike and dude he was cutting down in the corner so tight Mm -hmm. so tight i think (laughs) it was just tough for him i think he's still ahead of everyone that beat him i mean granted i mean eli is is good he just maybe had an off night but I still think he's ahead of, of Chase, of Anderson, of you know, and and Kenny. I just think that his starts weren't as good um, last night, and then also, like the times are just close. Mm-hmm. Times are close. It was a slot car race. Um, everyone was doing the same rhythms. There wasn't really many options. 
And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you really, there wasn't really many spots to pass and, and you had to get aggressive to make passes there. So, um, I still think he's, he's a little bit ahead of the guys that, that beat him, but, uh, yeah. Okay. It's funny to say that the people are saying the track was super technical, right. And, and tough, but then the lap times are all so close. Like there was the closest gap between like, say guys that you ride with and, mm-hmm. and Eli, right? Typically, doesn't that kind of thing happen when the track is too easy and everyone rides wide open? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. I just think that the the game's just getting elevated. Yeah, I mean, and it just goes to, like everyone, everyone was doing the same thing. Um, yeah, the track was technical, but it was technical in a different way because mm-hmm. it was like super tight. I mean, the jumps were all fairly easy. Like we were doing a quad over there and. No one in practice was doing that three on, three off like they were in that last main. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think that's why the everyone sort of – everyone goes back to the truck after the free practice. They all have their dark fish guy. They all, like, analyze everything, different lines. So, everyone, by the last practice, has the track figured out to the last inch. So Yeah. I think the only – like, in qualifying, the only area I really saw some big separation between um, your, like, top ten guys and, and the lower guys were – was that double, triple, or triple, double before the double, double over. And then it, come race time, everyone was basically doing double, double roll. Yeah. So Yeah, to that inside. Yeah. So, hey, watching um, these last couple of weeks, seeing the intensity of everybody, and now that, you know, we know you guys aren't afraid to bang bars, but then to see it be Eli, Cooper, and then Chase. You know, Eli and Chase's battle last year was like straight heads up, not a lot of like, bar banging or anything like that but cooper's not afraid to rattle the cage on those guys mm-hmm. how do you think this is going to go and then where's this level of like understood aggressiveness within dudes in the main event because it's been a little spicy these last few weeks but where's the line and where's it going to hit the tipping point uh i mean that's a good question i don't really know um i think there's just a, like a level of respect there you know that most of the guys i'm gonna say most because you have guys like anderson and and barsha who have like make their own rules right it's like the wild west um but i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a fight between coop and eli and i i think both of them are, are fairly respectable right I, like they, yeah. they're they're gonna respect each other i think the cooper chase one's gonna get interesting mm-hmm. because they've not had this before like yeah. chase knows how he's gonna race eli and he's raced Cooper and all that stuff, but Cooper will do anything at this point. Yeah. And how's Chase going to take that one? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, this is what year is this for Chase in the 450 class? Two. This is his second or third year. Third. Third. Third, third, third year. That was the second win. Yeah, and I and I think, you know, I think he he's sort of seen like, hey, they do this, they race like this, and it's and it's not like, say the lights class or mm-hmm. anything like that. You just you just know who you stay away from, and you know who you who you can run it in on and, and how each other races. Cause Cooper's already like made a couple attempts. Like yeah. if you rewatch the San Diego one, he goes in at Eli and that mm-hmm. turn after the whoops before the finish line. Like yeah. he's throwing them out there to let them know he's not going to get pushed around. Yeah, no. I, and I, and I think too, that's just like a head game with Coop. Like mm-hmm. he loves those head games. If he can get it in someone's head, I think he's going to do it. I think that's the biggest thing with him and chase. Like mm-hmm. how does chase take that now? Cause they're pretty similar. I, I, right? I, honestly. Yeah. I think they're pretty similar. I yeah. think, I think I personally think that Coop has a little bit more of a mental edge than than Chase, just with age and and everything that that Coop's gone through. Mm-hmm. He, he's just he's like I I know him a little bit, you know, personally just from hanging out with him outside of racing, and I know that like 
the dude's got some demons, man. Like he, like he's not one to fuck with. <laughs> so what do you guys think about Anderson? Um, he, he won second main, second overall was the guy that was winning the most last year. Right. Didn't he win more mains than Eli? Tied him. Tied him. Okay. But what's it going to take? And then when he gets his first win, overall win, not just a yeah. main win, but like, is it going to snap him into that mode and we're going to have another guy up there? To or me, do you think something's off this year? I think he, like, I think the reason we're seeing him in these instant incidents where he's taking people out or whatnot and the drama, I think he's flustered because I think he came into the season expecting, you know, these first two rounds, I'm going to be the guy, right? I mean, he was great towards the end of last year. So I think maybe he's a little flustered and once he calms down a bit and maybe gets that first like regular run, I think we'll see him uh, kind of get back into the flow. And, and I, yeah. And I, I think that if he wants to be back to his old self, the, like the championship, Jason Anderson, I think he's just got to eliminate the mistakes that he's been making. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be falling over. You can't be getting into it with Barsha or mm-hmm. you can't be doing like these, these stupid things with these guys. I feel like, and, yeah, I feel like that. And that's what he's done in a couple of years past, too. Like, he's thrown away some some good results. Yeah, I think getting kind of beat up that first one and then washing the front out at the second one was super frustrating. But I think he's a little bit more sore than people maybe assume, especially mm-hmm. after that Anaheim one crash, because that yeah. was pretty big stack up. Um, if he can get through these next few races without any further complications or, like, more bruising or whatever, I think he'll come on. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, I think at San Diego when we all thought, like, ah, it could get dry and it could be this way, he didn't really have those dry, slick West Coast tracks like we thought he was going to excel on. It was yeah. wet out here. It was, like, East Coast Supercross. Yeah. yeah. And he's been out here. He hasn't been in New Not Mexico yet. at all. Yeah. No, he's staying here. He's staying yeah, here. So. But that's the other thing, too. Everybody's leaving now. Like, that yeah. was the other interesting Every- point, I think, about this weekend. After Houston, where does everyone go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Eli's staying out here, but everyone else is going back to Florida. I think he's Maldi. going back to Colorado. You no, know, he? he's supposed to be here is this he? week because it was only, like, seven in Durango this week. Oh. So he'll yeah. do a oh little bit God. more. Ferrandis is going to stay here mm-hmm. for a little bit longer. But then, like, Styles and Levi have been flying back and forth. Yeah, that's crazy. So everybody's on kind of their own thing. But now that it's going to Houston, the East Coast move is on now. Yeah. So uh, you guys mentioned Barsha. Like, he was way off last night. You think? Yeah, well, he had a tip over in that first main. And then, like, he was, I, I, I want to say 11-12 around there, like right behind Sabachi, mm-hmm. just trying to force it too much. Yeah. Like, he just didn't look like like he was flowing at all and – he wasn't really getting anywhere with with um, the uh, the people in front of him. He he pretty much just stayed there in the first main. I don't I don't. He was pretty invisible for the next two. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah. I didn't notice him until the last one. He just came out of the corner and just revved it. I'm like, oh, Barsh is here. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I feel like every time I looked up, he was right next to Savaggi or Plessinger. Yeah. Like mm. every time. But I I will say he I watched him a couple laps, and he was really good at like after you guys uh, jump over the table and then that triple section, he was staying so low over that first triple and then yeah. reeling guys in. But then he was hugging that right side, and I don't know if there was a kicker on the right or whatever, but he kept getting popped awkwardly over the middle. But gotcha. I saw him hit it like three times, and I was like, ugh. I think the man I really paid attention to him was he was behind Craig. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny to watch their two contrasting styles, right? Yeah. Craig is so smooth and buttery. Yeah. 
And then Barsha's like over revving, riding super hard. So he looks like he's going faster. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, the next lap, Craig came around a little bit further ahead, further ahead, further ahead. Mm-hmm. So what about Christian? What do you guys think? He says he kills it during the week, feels great. And then comes the race and struggles with racecraft, he said. But he went 9, 10, 10 for 11th overall, kind of got hosed. But uh, I don't know. He seems really disappointed. Yeah. yeah, And he's definitely run further up front in a 450 Supercross. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got to be frustrated because during the week, like, we've been there. Him and Webb are back-to-back. Like, they're Yeah, I remember they were battling at him. Yeah. And even in qualifying, like, you'll see this weekend in qualifying, he got on with Webb, and he looked to be, like, right there with Coop. But, yeah, it's just, it's just that the racecraft, it looks like. He's just not used to having – being surrounded by other guys that have as much experience as him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious to see what his average start is. Yeah, it can't be great. Is that like a stat we can look up? Yeah. It can't be great because I and I and I think that's where the I think that's where his results are coming from. What his average start is for the first mm-hmm. three races, it's probably I would say that it's 13. Yeah, you know. So, uh that that's not really helping his case. Um but that's still a, like seven better than yours. Yeah, I had a question. I wanted to. <laughs> hey, I I mean I take that for sure because it just it's crazy, man. Well, the thing about it is like my my dad explains it this way too. You know, like when you're racing amateurs, you'll have like one or two good starters. Oh yeah, right. And then you line up with like I'm I'm sitting on the gate in the main event with the 21 of the best dudes in the world at mm-hmm. Supercross on that night. And I looked to my left, I looked to my right. Every single one of them is a good starter. Every yeah. single one of them. It's just tough. <laughs> you know? You just one thing that's wrong, and then it, you're going around the corner and last. So, like, you have to be so locked in, so perfect, and then you have all the other variables. You know, you got, you know, people flying through the air, bikes fucking going everywhere. So, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I actually had... Um, I told Anton, like, I wanted to ask uh, Christian a question about his uh, front forks or, like, his suspension, like, how much different the 52 fork is, like, um, because he's he's mentioned in, in uh, like, previous, like, vlogs or something. I would, I would watch his vlogs, mm-hmm. and um, he, always, he always talks about um, feelings in his hands, right? Like, he's super sensitive like, with the way, like, the front end is. Like, he always wants, like, a plush top, um, and he runs, like, a little bit of a softer setting than other people so that was whenever he was on Yamaha. So him moving to Huskies, now he's on a 52 mil fork, huge, big old freaking thing that's been known to be pretty rigid, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious on how his transition was with, with um, the different forks. So to your point on the average start, uh, they don't have the triple crown average start mm-hmm. factored in, mm-hmm. but uh, after Anaheim won in San Diego, he was 15th was his average start. But then uh, first moto, first lap position was 7th. Second race, first lap position was ninth. And then third race, first lap position was 16th. Oh, so you're so, about, you're about right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, with, with the field that's racing right now, it, it doesn't matter how much he's burning up the practice track. If you're, if you're starting there, like with how well everyone's riding right now, you're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then I think finding these battles that he's getting into, like mm-hmm. they're not rolling over. It's not like I can just knife my way through traffic, you know, 
he has it on how was your weekend and i caught him and justin hill yeah. chirping to each other when they came off the track like for a minute too. the dudes that you're going against are not going to give any ground they don't care what bike it is yeah they don't give a shit yeah yeah did you did you see uh them collide in the air i didn't see him collide in the air of it. and i'll say this like when they were having that discussion it was pretty calm it wasn't like malcolm marvin last year with a lot yeah. of like yelling and hand motions justin was super like direct like hey dude we just can't do this and christian did the same thing and Christian's mechanic was there, and Justin was, like, talking to him, but not in a screaming, like, loud way, but just very direct. So, mm-hmm. however bad it could be, Walt has the film. We'll see it. But um, I'd love to know what led to that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Justin punted Christian off the track last weekend. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. Um, Justin says racing incident. They just came together. He didn't think he was going to hit him that hard, but you you saw it on Christian. Oh, I saw it. It was pretty. It was dirty. It was like it was like rip, whoop. There's like a little like towel flick at the end, right? And Christian just shot off. But uh, yeah, Justin was saying that Christian cross jumped him and took his forks out, not just his front wheel. Mm. Hmm. I was wondering because I saw Justin was further back in that last main than the other ones. Yeah, but I didn't see a crash or anything. So. We'll have to uh, go back and see if we see any bikes on the side of the track. Yeah. So I guess if you're listening, you should watch. Yeah. How was your weekend? 450 classroom. Anaheim, too, because it's funny because, you know, Justin, in his Howie weekends, he's very detailed mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. gives you so much information that you're almost going, like, okay, that's good. <laughs> but then at the end, he's just saw, yeah, cross-jumping my forks, it's not cool. You're in big trouble with me. And he said it with his, like, uh, you know. His cop voice. Cop voice. Yeah. <laughs> he's, very, he's very stern. I could see that being a little scary. And then you see him warming up on the airbag. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but, um, no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, to his detailed point, I was watching them, uh, Yoshi and everybody at Enzo, help test the suspension over there mm-hmm. yesterday morning. And, yeah, Justin gave me the most thorough, detailed deal. I learned something. He was learning something. Watch <laughs> the video. You'll learn something, too. Did he, did he swap a shock on press day? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot. Ted's told like, me that this was a very intense week of testing okay. to the point that, like, in all the years that he had ridden, he had never thought, like, oh, we should be trying that much stuff. He said that Josh and Justin are on a whole other level of what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, to have Ross and Yoshi there, with Ross going to the track, really took it to the the next level that they needed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about Josh? He didn't make the main. So, yeah, he was... Shit. I think he was first gate pick in the LCQ because I was yeah. second. Um, he went a little bit further inside than I would have wanted to mm-hmm. with first gate pick just because of that double face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you've seen. like It was just lined straight up. like You had to turn twice to go, get to the inside. And then with that guy crashing, I think he might have gotten cleaned out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was way back. Yeah. yeah, I think he was two or three behind you. Mm. But... And- way back on the track at mm-hmm. least and that could have been a really good josh track like technical jump around stuff finding yeah. lines yeah man i missed malcolm this weekend yeah same um how serious is the injury I don't acl think... uh what's the other stuff in there not pcr the meniscus wait i mean i i don't know if he... is it released yet huh? i was told it's hush hush for a while dude i did <laughs> roger told me ACL, uh, meniscus, Roger out right no, now. I know. Roger. tibial plateau <laughs> fracture. You don't know which Roger? Okay, yes. I, uh, Who? Roger it could be the man. It could be the man or it could be Roger. You don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. But no, I heard the same thing of like, 
why would they say in the press release like that he's yeah. only going to be out one I week? Heard he's it's like, it's, hush, hush it's going to be a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's back home now, though. So. Flew oh, already home, home Saturday. You think he's on his fishing boat? No. He, he no, can waddle onto his fishing I had, boat. Chase was I had with talked him to him last week during while we were at a doctor's office. Like I was like, hey, maybe we can just film fishing. He's like, I don't want to fish. <laughs> he's. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. Probably need a little he's, leg stability to reel one of them big dogs in. Yeah. 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 That Abu uh, Garcia doing all the work, you know. Yeah. If this news is not supposed to be released, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your seven deals gonna get cut? Neither am I. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I just don't, I just don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, on that note, did you know that Race Tech gold valves provide a plush feel with dra- drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction? All Race Tech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Did you know Racetech's gold valves have been around for years? How long? But they're constantly being updated, kind of like the Alpine Stars Tech 10. Ooh. Racetech spends over a million dollars a year in R&D and never waits until the next model year to put their research onto the racetrack. Wow. Pretty Race cool, tech. huh? Let's, uh, let's reflect on that information about the Racetech gold valves as we go to commercial break. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA, and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Guys, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Speaking of Pro Taper, we're going to uh, choose our winner of the grips from last week. Uh, pretty good one. R. Rick. He says, 
A-Ray is so good at plugging his sponsors. His obituary and gravestone are going to be brought to you by O'Neill on the RDX 2.2 boots. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, hey. So uh, our Rick, I'll either look you up or send me a DM, and uh, we'll get you some grips for your uh, dirt bike. That's good. But there's I like, like so many co- co- comments about A-Ray and uh, Sketchy or... The boots. Dude, there's other boots. people in this in this podcast. Why does it always yeah, have to be about you. me, man? It's whether me my being sketchy. Ian, my or... buddy Ian in the Philippines says, I missed Don and all of his A-Ray Windy stories. <laughs> yeah, I missed that part of this podcast, too. Yeah. Those days are over. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. They're gone, especially in the They're gone with the wind. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, See, this is why everybody wants to talk about you. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. But uh, okay, so next week we're going to give away. I think the chain thing was good, right? Yeah, the chain was good. The Pro Taper chain. Have you tested the Pro Taper chain yet? Still not? Still haven't because the the chain on my bike is still like kind of in spec. Yeah, it's still, yeah. So I'm hoping to either this week or next week. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It just depends on how much I get to ride. I think if I ride. If I ride Wednesday, uh, it'll be on my bike for, for next Monday because we have a little bit of rain this week, so chain might get a little hammered. Yeah. So uh, if you want to win a Pro Taper gold chain, comment on SwapMotoLive.com on the podcast post, not on YouTube. Okay, 250s, McAdoo. Oh, my God. No one could ever claim that that guy's soft or doesn't have heart. Heart. Yeah. And... uh yeah, so I was in the pits. Chase texted us, "Oh my God, McAdoo just killed himself." I said, "No, I said poor Mitch." <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, poor yeah, yeah, poor Mitch. Poor Mitch. <laughs> but, uh, poor Mitch. But uh, yeah, we all saw the video. His hand came off, right? And yeah. Just smashed himself wow. in the ground. He's posted pictures this morning. Now he has that huge hematoma. Was it on his elbow or his arm? Elbow. Elbow, yeah, right? Yeah. But he went to the Astros Medical Unit. I was in the pro circuit pits when he happened to come back and he comes back with no shirt on all scuffed up. He's holding his arm and he's walking very poorly. And I watched him say to Mitch, I watched his mouth say, it's broken. It's broken. And Mitch goes, it's not broken. Get in the truck. And the next thing we know, he's out rolling the track in the third practice and then comes out and races and gets sixth. That's crazy to me. And battling for six battling like and he even had a crash too on that yeah. arm another crash on it yeah he, yeah he's he like oh. slid out in the turn and like pretty good again. one too yeah. and then and then pierce nailed him yeah, yeah like like if i'm mitch like he's he's probably the the favorite guy i have on the roster just because Sign of his for life and just, just his no quit attitude right yeah. they're, they're building him different in freaking sioux city iowa <laughs> <laughs> you know so, was this crash worse than the one where he was a gingerbread man and brought the red flag? No, 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 no. no, no, no. That no. one was just vicious to watch, though, that fast. Like, because nobody Ragged wants to crash in the whoops that hard and just <laughs> splat like that. Yeah, that, that, that's a different, dangerous, violent type of crash, right? Like, because the bike's following you at that point. And they got yeah. him. Yeah, no, it got him. And he's just like face plants right into the next whoop. Like, that's. That's almost worst case scenario, right? That mm-hmm. second angle they showed was way worse. Like the one from the TV feed where it's pulled back a bit, you don't really yeah. know how fast they are. But the when you're on the ground level on and yeah. you see just how quick it all changes, yeah. yeah. Lots of uh, lots of guys losing their grips 
this week. Dude, RJ's yeah. was RJ's terrifying. was nasty. There was a couple good ones in qualifying where people hands blown off randomly. Mm. I saw a kid, his hand blew off in I think C group right before the double double. And he scrubbed with one arm into the oncoming right before the finish, but luckily no one was there. You mentioned it this week with your buddy, uh buddy there with the the deal. Um just do the black baggot with the Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did did you know who he was? James Dobb? James Dobb. Yeah. Jamie Dobb. Oh uh, well Jamie Dobb. I didn't yeah. I didn't know who it was just by looking at him, but I mean the name yeah. goes for itself. Like, yeah, grew up watching like old films and yeah. Yeah. Did you shake his hand? I yeah, but I yeah, was wondering he what was, was telling going on me, with that. I think he was I like, couldn't understand because of his accent, but he had some he's all my my ligaments are like a bicycle cable that's frayed. Yeah. Well like, he said it his, was from riding like a like a KTM two fifty two stroke back in the day or something. Yeah, but his pinkies were permanently Yeah. Down like that. Yeah, the, the, like this. But he says he he's been riding. Little he says he, he puts his fingers on the bars and goes like that. Mm. What? And yeah. Runs, yeah. But I was like, yeah, do Velcro like Blake Baggett. Damn. Or what else did Baggy do? The spray adhesive? The spray adhesive. There were some popsicle sticks. People still do the spray adhesive. Yeah, lots of people do spray adhesive for the So what no, they do with the spray? Gloves? No, like no, no, no. He did it gloves. on his grip to his glove. Oh, oh, got you. Yeah. So I noticed guys, they put it on their hands yep. mm-hmm. and then put their glove on so their glove sticks to their palm. So, <sighs> so you know, like whenever you do that, like this to to the palm of your glove. And to like pull it, it in. Yeah. Like, well, it has like that gap, right? Mm-hmm. And like it, maybe it overlaps and that's how you get blisters, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like rubbing. So whenever you spray that adhesive on your palm and you put your glove on, it sticks to the palm, like your palm, like all nice and tight, right? So there's not that overlay or any type of rubbing. To create a blister, mm. I might Would do it just because I got with... baby wrists and uh, my gloves always fall down. Oh, <laughs> we'll give him a free pass for why his wrists are bad. Yeah, <laughs> that one was rough. <laughs> yeah, I've never had that trouble with my own Neil gloves. Mm. Right? Hey, it was my first time enjoying the ride today. It's I awesome. understand. I understand good. now. Right? You look good. Chase just isn't enjoying the ride as much as. He enjoys the rides with the gloves. I do like their gloves. Hey, Chase hasn't been in the big man chair yet. Just the O'Neill enjoy the ride, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, Jet Lawrence kind of uh, made a lot of mistakes. I think he needed that, like, whole shot runaway in the last moto. But, uh, dude, it was like if he crashed once, he crashed again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like he'd be seasoned enough not to get flustered like that now. Well, I said this to him uh, before we came over here. That had like big MC96 at St. Louis Supercross vibes yesterday. All this attention on him. And remember, like Jeremy's told us the story, like, yeah, they had me here, they had me here, and they had me here, and I couldn't just focus on the race. And I'm sure Jet felt that yesterday because as important as Anaheim 1 was, I don't know how you guys felt. Yesterday felt five times bigger. Oh, well, like, God, and even yeah. in press day, like, he's... Poor guy. Got to do all the media. Got to do all the all the media, and and it's like he couldn't even walk the track. Nope. And and look to where like everyone's just like pulling him. Hey Jet, you got a second? And he and usually he's like, oh yeah, yeah for sure. He's getting to the point to where he's getting sick of it. Like it's just mm-hmm. too much, I think, for him. Like I mean, he's a young kid, and I th- I think it's sort of it's weighing on him, right? Like mm-hmm. he. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't say that it's because it's affecting his riding. I w- I wouldn't go that far. No. But I I feel like. If these people don't start like calming down with him, like maybe on the media side, then he's he's gonna be even more like 
closed off. And he straight out said that yesterday. He goes, you got to stop interviewing me for getting third place. Like third place ain't anything. I want to go back to the truck. There's no reason to talk to me. If you're going to talk to me, you need to interview every third place. Then interview Phil. Phil's going to have a ton of great things to say. Did he say that on live television? He said that in the press, press conference. conference. Oh, I, he might've said something on live TV too. Cause I guess he wasn't super happy that they put the camera right in his face when he wanted to leave. But, I mean, that's a big point because the family and I had a big conversation about this at uh, Denver Supercross last year. Like, they understand that oversaturation is going to make a lot of people not a fan of him, and that's not their decision. Like, what the TV says is what the TV says. There's some other things that they're definitely working on, like the donuts and all that. That's a big buildup. But to just constantly just talk, talk, talk all the time, they don't want that. Yeah, yeah. I, I could even tell at Presta, he's like, He's like, hey, hey, Jet, you got a minute? Usually he's chipper. And then he was just like, yeah, sure. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, at, at San Diego, you know, he won, mm-hmm. killed everyone. I was like, hey, dude, you want, let's do, how was your weekend? He's like, ah, oh, Don, can we make it fast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was just like, how was your weekend? And he told me, I'm like, thanks, dude. Mm-hmm. But if you want to ask him about his antisocial social club gear, very chatty. Or about his donuts, he's blah, 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 blah. Talking. Yeah. Oh yeah, he gave me where he gets all of his clothes from in Australia. He made sure to mention that. So that was nice. a good plug by him. <laughs> nice. So is this uh collab with Alpine Stars and Anti Social Social Club? That's a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a A Stars collab? Like according to Jose, like it was put together through this one other guy at Alpine Stars. But I'm wondering if it was like a Myrtle thing. Mm, mm. I don't know because I mean, we know Alpine Stars has done so much. Like, there's cactus uh, plant, the cactus yeah. plant stuff. Like, when they had little Uzi playing in the full kit at like one of the biggest festivals of the year that year, they've done a lot of stuff. And I think if people know like how much the whole Alpine Stars group works within other fashion things, I, mm-hmm. I think it's a like no brainer fit. The casual shirt that they had Jed in yesterday that was like the anti-social social club stuff down the sleeve, but in the Alpine Stars font. Like, they did a very good job of mending both of those things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it was neat too to see different kits each main event. Yeah. Like that's something we've never really thought of. Your favorite of. of the three? Ooh. I think I I like the the light one that they debuted first. The that's pink all one? over the internet. I think I like that one the oh, most, yeah. I like the second man. Yeah, second was pretty good too. But yeah. I did the pink first. Twenty twelve. <laughs> The Ken Block stuff was sick too. Yeah, that was Ken badass. Block stuff was good. Mm-hmm. I like, like that. spot on. Yeah, yeah. I think Chase's was my favorite. The mm-hmm. Death Spray stuff is always dude. So good. It yeah. looks so good in opening ceremonies. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, it did. And it's funny because when I saw it in person before the race, I like Jason's the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But on Chase, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. See, I was up in the stands, um, so I didn't really, I couldn't really see what it was like. But then, like whenever I seen photos, I'm like, wow, that that stuff yeah. is 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 cool yeah it was hard to see eli's when he was racing obviously but yeah. I'm, i wouldn't saw the photos on instagram it's pretty cool they yeah. nailed all the fonts and everything so yeah. the uh the thing about chase's stuff you know it's the red white and blue but it was that jaggedy mm-hmm. yeah. zigzag stuff it reminded me of those remember those drawings where you like stare at it and, and it makes then it like you yeah. a pyramid or something <laughs> yeah it like his gear had like a vibrating look to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The death spray, um, that's his artist from the UK. He's big into that. And mm-hmm. so like when he did Ken's cars like that, it was a big, big deal because they hadn't looked like that before. And for mm-hmm. some major artists to come in and do race cars was a big mm-hmm. deal. So then to see them even take it one step further and to come into our deal, like 
we get a lot of attention. Like the fashion mm-hmm. thing on motocross right now is huge. And for these people to pay attention is big. And it's mm-hmm. cool to have Alpine stars kind of helping coax that along. Yeah. Super cool. They yeah. nailed it. Speaking of attention, we had a lot of celebrities there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like uh, MGK's drummer. Uh, let's see. Who else? Wiz Khalifa. Green Day's Green drummer Day. or something. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was the whole band, but. It was just the drummer, I think. Yeah. He's come before. That's cool. I think that's cool. You know, you know, get some. Is that why uh, Pierce Brown had Wiz Khalifa painted on top of his helmet? Yeah. But he had 21 Savage on his helmet at Anaheim 1, though, too. Yeah. Like, oh. I guess Troy's just been, let me see your Spotify, and I'm just going to write the <laughs> Yeah, that's what it helmet. seems like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of gear, though, the Liat set that they had for the Solitaire guys with the yeah, high- that, that custom cool. that stuff was sick, too. Yeah, I told them, I was like, hey, whatever they're wearing is cool. And they're like, oh, that's custom. I was yeah. like, the helmets was cool, or mm-hmm. it was cool, too. The hot yeah. sauce logos in it over Everywhere. and over repeater, right? Hmm. Hey, going back to the lights class a little bit. I know we touched on um, Maximus Volan uh, last week, not mm-hmm. making the main. Great Fifth. rebound. Yeah, Great rebound. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he, he had a mistake. He had a tip over in one of the main events that you know took him off the podium. But, dude, great rebound. Good mm-hmm. for him. Said that he was trying to get over last week as quick as he could, and I'm sure it was frustrating to hear it get brought up so many times yeah, on Friday yeah. again, but he did exactly what he needed to do and just go do the laps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Styles looked racy. Um, you know, Kitchen was, was just consistent right there, right? Like, I mean, he was just there for each main event. No real big mistakes. Um, he hasn't finished too many main events, so that I feel like that was good for him to, to get that out of the way. I feel like that's a breath of fresh air for the star guys yeah and and a big rebound for that kid considering he didn't get any points last week because yeah and he left in a sling yeah and he he had yeah. some two pretty good ones in qualifying too yeah. mm-hmm. like pretty good falls so props to him you know his progression is like straight up yeah he has what maybe four or five total supercrosses to this point and even when you watch that first one when he was trying to like catch the Toa jet and battling, mm-hmm. you know, Jet did pass him and get away from him, but he did learn a lot there. And you could see that it just keeps progressing as the night goes on. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Like obviously we've seen what Levi can do outdoors and stuff, but he really doesn't have that much experience on the supercross track, right? And it's funny how Bobby and Star have they find these guys that like like Thrasher that just have these random like they're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And random, then other weekends it's like, racing. oh, it's just it's so strange how they they're all on that team. Did you watch Levi come down the first base rhythm lane, the big one? Mm-hmm. Full no footers. Yeah. Dude, he hit it one time and it was just like, wow, and then brought it back on. I'm like, wow, it really is like watching old AP ride. Yeah. 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 It He's, is. He like, I never noticed till yesterday how much he lugs compared to other guys. Like in that, that main rhythm where they're tripling, mm-hmm. like him compared to even Styles, it sounded like he was a gear higher than Styles. And he mm-hmm. just, I was like, oh, is he going to case it? And he just, roll, roll. Hey, no Nothing. steg pegs now, huh? I didn't think I saw him. Either. I didn't think I, I didn't saw him. Either. Either. They might be coming back for outdoors. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's an outdoor thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Styles, he was big on the whole. People said I could only podium at Daytona. <laughs> you can shut that up now. <laughs> but that was cool to see him. Uh, him do great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. I mean, much needed. Like yeah. good for Styles too, because I think he's found out how intense they are down in Florida mm-hmm. and really wants to deliver because he's got the opportunity and well I, and I think it was just a good uh good rebound for star because like the the first two rounds it's been honestly for Yamaha it's been the club MX show with mm-hmm. with Enzo I mean and, and sometimes even Phil finish <laughs> in front of him you know as well so was Enzo sick or something <clears throat> uh he had some crashes 
Yeah. Some good ones. He was good in qualifying. He was yeah, no, he was good in qualifying. Yeah. I think he just had some crashes. Um, maybe he was dealing with some arm pump or something, but he he just didn't look comfortable on Saturday. Yeah, yeah he was third starts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he usually starts pretty good up front. And I don't think he did this weekend. I no, think that, he was way back. Yeah, way back. And that, yeah, he just, I don't think he just, he just couldn't kick going. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I was in the photo den and I missed the gate drop for the second 250 main. Mm-hmm. And so I came up and I, walked out of that little stairway just as phil was coming around leading and i'm all why does phil have green headlights on his bike <laughs> i didn't know what that was yeah it was pretty i crazy. didn't either uh, yeah I, I see like a tweet so you know if they if they're gonna implement that on everybody right are they gonna give it to everybody or just they're gonna pick and choose who they think could potentially be a leader of a race and mm, what are the chances right? that they Phil was one of the five guys they decided to test it on, right. and he leads. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, you know, it's such a hassle for them. I mean, as we know with the salt motor racers, to get the transponders back. Yeah. Obviously, the AMA is, you know, they wait there and they cut it off to non qualifiers and stuff. But like, are they going to have to like have a ten millimeter wrench and take those back, or are they going to leave it with the bikes? Did you guys? Did you see what they looked like? I, I did didn't not because I, I went to go see it specifically on Phil's bike, and the mechanics saw all. Oh, they took it back already. Because mm. I was talking to one of the track worker guys, and he was like, you know, we're just, the biggest thing that I have to teach people is that are operating the safety lights, especially the Dunlop leader light, is when to activate it. Like, don't hit it too soon so the lapper doesn't know what's going on. You just got to get it timed right. So that's a whole other coordinated thing that they have to manage. But that's cool. I, that, again, goes back to last night, though. Like, that's the race where they try everything new. There's always Anaheim, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And with so many people there last night and a sold out crowd and all that yeah. time, they were trying a lot of stuff. No I, knock on the World Supercross, but this light worked a lot better than the the cameras on 100%. the World Supercross bikes. One hundred percent. I mean, I, yeah, granted, it's just a light. I mean, shit, but I mean, it worked. It worked. You know what I thought? I was like, what? What is that on his bike? Ma, is that? is that part of the pointer in the sky for the broadcast? <laughs> you know, but then it went off when he got past. So it, it didn't click to me that it's only on the leader, right? See, I didn't realize it on Phil's bike. I saw it on Julian Bomer's bike yeah. earlier in the day. And I was like, oh, is this some like amateur juju stuff? Like yeah. what parent has gotten what? But he was fastest qualifier. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And I, I've never really seen that kid's bike. So I'm yeah. like, all right, who knows what's going on? And then I see it on Phil's bike. I'm like, it's got to be something else. See, I thought it had something to do with twisted development. You know, like maybe maybe it was like <laughs> some type of ECU light <laughs> or, or, or something like that. Just like something with the ECU. Um, and then uh, I was watching the futures and then Casey Cochran got the lead and it hit, started flashing. I'm like, hmm. I like that they were different colors because they were right? white on the Huskies and then Phil's was green. Yeah, Phil's was green. But yeah, no, I think I think it was a great concept. I liked it. Um yeah, no, I think I think it was good because you know they have like those freaking strobe lights, you know, like in the corners, mm-hmm. you know, for the leader. But I think this is this would maybe work out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it sucked. Did you notice it didn't really show up in photos? No, I was trying to get a picture of it for Kickstart, and I was like, look at it, and I'm like, you can't see it. Mm. Was it flashing? Hey, what happened to Pierce Brown? Because I went to go get a Howard's weekend with him. And his mom was still there. I was like, hey. No, he was out. I was always your boy of, still uh, around? She goes, oh, no, he left. And then she was even sighing like she was upset, too. Lots of crashes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I seen him and McAdoo, like, walking out early. Like, whenever I was going to get my van, like, right after the 250 main, they were already dressed and out of there. Mm. 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 Yikes. What else? 
a lot of crashes. Do, yeah. I mean, do we do we talk about amateur racing on here? Or do yeah, we, do, totally. do we need to talk, do we need to talk about the the futures? I mean, I don't think if we talk about Deegan, we're not going to get like the extra fifty thousand clicks. So. <laughs> oh, Danger Boy Deegan. <laughs> You That's crashed. It? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, he was riding good all day. Yeah. Uh, he just watched the front end there. They they said on the broadcast that that you know he might have got touched there by Bose Bose plug. Am I, am I saying that right? Say Bay Preston. Bay, yeah. Bay's plug. Yeah, by Preston. Um, but no, he, he just watched the front end there. I think he has a lot of hype around him. He had a lot of nerves, and I think. Uh, Did you see Brian hiding out all day? Mm. Is he hiding? hiding? Dude, he had his hat on. He had these gigantic glasses, and he had his hood on with the string tied. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Did you get a photo? No, but I was just trying to say hi. I was like, hey, Brian Deegan. And he's like, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and he ran in the van. But like, he was just getting mobbed. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. That whole family. I mean, like, yeah. all he needed was a mustache, a fake mustache. <laughs> like the uh, Tutti Fruity glasses. Yeah. 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 Uh, I talked when I talked to him in the morning. We were just talking about all that stuff, and that had to be cool. Like all the years that they've been building for this, and just to get to go do track walk with this kid. And then I don't know if a lot of people know, but he is on the entry list for Houston next week. Yep. Um, so we'll see how this goes now. But I mean, God, how high was the hype when you started comparing oh, yeah, the lap times hype. to everything? Oh my God, this kid's fifth and over oh, four fifty class. This kid's yeah. this. Yeah. It's hard not to. I mean, uh, we were talking about it a little bit in the press booth, but this year's future class is. Like last year, we saw Chance and Ryder, Ryder, and then even like Luke Kalatian and a couple other kids. But this year, there were far, far more kids that were mm-hmm. up towards the times. That were there needed. any like thirty-five-year-old guys sneaking in? It? <laughs> no, like, I didn't no. see any of that. No, <laughs> it was all no. legit. I want to give yeah. a shout out to to Cole Davies, number seventeen, mm-hmm. fifteen years old on a oh. Yamaha two fifty F. He's from New Zealand. Yep. Um, he's, he's small too. Very, very small. Mm-hmm. He's been, he's been out at the Yamaha test track. He's been getting some, uh, some pointers from John Tomac, um, and, uh, Ben Townley. Ben Townley. Yeah. Ben Townley. So like he was parked over by our rig, you know, we let him use like a Benny spin bike and everything. And like, he would come over in between practices and sort of, you know, ask some questions about how the track's like forming up and everything. And I told him, I'm like, dude, just go out there and do your laps. You know, like, Hey, don't do nothing stupid. I was like, these kids are going to weed themselves and you're going to find yourself on the podium. I'm telling you, that's what happened. And he got fourth. Yeah. And he's, I mean, the kids from New Zealand, he came over here in a pickup truck, one bike. I mean, he's got bones helping him out with suspension, which is cool. I think that was sort of something that Ben lined up and, uh, I, yeah, I th- thought it was cool. He got fourth. He was solid in the whole race. No mistakes, nothing, no sketchy moments. He was just doing his laps. Yeah. You was know he what? in red gear? He was an orange the fox. Orange, orange fox gear. Fox, yeah. Like 17 or something? He has a mullet, yep, too. 17. That's what I was yeah. going to tell you. He's That's how I knew it that was the right kid. I saw Townley <laughs> with somebody, and then I saw the little baby Southern Hemisphere <laughs> flow haircut going. Dude, I'm like, he, how one. young does he look? Mm-hmm. Dude. Like, yes. he, he's, I mean, he's got time. He's only 15. And he, I mean, he got fourth in this race up against, you know, some of the best guys. I mean, hell, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he beat Deegan. Yeah, granted, Deegan crashed, but you got to be there at the end of the race. So, mm-hmm. uh, great family. His family's nice. Mom and dad, they're they're awesome. Uh, talked to him a lot, you know, over the past week since they, you know, got here. Because uh, we were all at the Yamaha track riding together. So, yeah, props to him. He was riding good. Julian yeah. Bomer's one of Davey's kids, right? Yep. Yeah, he yeah. was mm-hmm. ripping. Props yeah, he was him. ripping. Yeah, I think he had a bike too. issue or something. After I think it was some electrical things because it sounded like the bike maybe shut off and then yeah. shut back on. And yeah. yeah, that's 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 some touchy stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that stuff's terrible. But yeah, dude, that kid, he's legit. Yeah. So I've heard that he's already ridden um, some of the different 
team, team bikes? bikes? Yes. Tryouts, huh? Good. Yeah, so I don't know uh, what's going to happen, but shit, if I'm Mitch, like maybe like yeah, put him on a bike, you know? I mean, he's got plenty of spots available. Um, Damn it. But that I mean, kid's good at everything no, he, he does. No, he is good. I mean, when you go to him, it, and I, I was talking to Marvin Muscan about this, and I was like, we were talking about the number 29 out there, you know, because he was up in the, the suite with O'Neill and, you know, and I. And um, he's like, oh, I seen that kid on, on, on Instagram. He did the quad quad at, <laughs> at him. <and." laughs> he's like, I would never do that. <laughs> he's like, I didn't, that didn't even cross my mind to go quad quad there. I'm like, yeah, he's doing it every lap in the 20 minute moto. On a 250. On a 250F. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I seen Dino. He had to get towed by B-Rider <laughs> <laughs> over quad quad. I'm like, dude, yeah. It's so legit. He's so legit. And Davey's like. He's like, dude, like I, I didn't mind jumping shit back in my day, but this kid, he's like fearless. And he, his whoops were good. Mm-hmm. Like the rhythm sections were good. Like hardly any sketchy moments. Mm-hmm. And his times were up there. You know, he's so. a jet ski guy, Chase. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he, he f- does like flips he and stuff. Reds right? on a jet ski. He did flips and stuff. I don't know. I just know he he rips. Yeah, he was the kid back at Loretta's that had his jet ski there. He was <laughs> yeah, like, he was doing all so. kinds of tricks and stuff in, <laughs> in, in the, the creek. Pond? I forgot yes, about in that. The creek. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that is him. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's. You can go back like far on his Instagram, and you can see it. I think even the Thor, the Thor getup he had going, I think that's because he's a parts unlimited guy through the jet ski stuff. Like I think some of these, oh, okay. the monster deal, I think that comes from the jet ski stuff too. Like some of this stuff transferred over. What does wow. the Thor gear say? Slippery. Yeah, but it's funny because like I've followed this kid. I've been following the, this kid for a while, Big right? Because he used to come. Here, huh? No, Stand not even up. that. But he used to race our Swap Moto Life Series or yeah. even Transworld Race Series, right? But. Every once in a while, like, oh, yeah, like, I'll see him post something. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this kid. And I'm like, is he even riding now or is he just Jeski guy? And then it's like, oh, no, he rides again. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's... I've hung out with him a little bit. Done some mountain bike. I've done a mountain bike ride with him, I think, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> Me, him, and Dino. And he's a nice kid. Good family. Nice kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for Daxon. Yeah. Yeah, right? that was cool. Yeah. And him in the press conference was hilarious. Because, really? like, some people would ask him stuff. He's like, I don't know. I just want to win. I just won. I don't, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I just won. Like, yeah. that's all he can really say. But Did he say anything about his, like, uh, six-month deal with Star? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's getting extended or? No. But I'm sure it does now. Has to. Yeah. But, yeah, that kid did a great job. You know, I mean, right. he's been in Hayden's shadow for a while. And, I mean, they're friendly. They're, I mean, that's part of the reason why Brian and everybody moved out to North Carolina to be next to him. But, mm-hmm. That's good for that kid to get yeah, a little really bit good. of separation. I and props to Casey Cochran too. I mean, he's yeah. a young kid. Like, is he A class now? I don't know. That's what I was wondering too. I Dude, thought he was A or B. He reminded me of Dean Wilson when he was first here with his voice. <laughs> In the How Was Your Weekend? I was like, Hey, let's do How Was Your Weekend? He's like, Oh yeah, I felt great out there. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Hey, I think he's originally from Memphis. He's a Memphis kid. Is he? Yeah, Tennessee's own. Yeah, his family's all military and stuff, right? I think that's what they're Absolutely, saying yeah. last night on the show. Yeah, so. it's pretty cool. But uh, him and Hawkins, uh, they looked, they looked really good. That was cool for Hawkins, like yeah. hometown race like that. Dude, I just wanted to see his dad when he crossed. Oh, he was pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, when he was leading, I was just like, oh, I wish I could see his dad right now. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I seen more. I mean, I, I mean, granted, I don't watch Talon Hawkins that much, but. Whenever I watched the Futures practice, I thought Casey Crocker was a little bit less sketchy than Talon. 
mm-hmm. in my eyes. I thought that he had, I think he was flowing a little bit better than Talon. I don't mean, I think he qualified a little bit better too. I think so. I, I think, think so, did, yeah. But I hope that they uh, make more Supercross future stuff. Like they need yeah. that. I think it was great. I think it's great. great for these kids because like sometimes, yeah, these kids, you know, they go through arena cross and then, and then they get to Anaheim or something. They get their pro license and it's like nothing they've ever ridden before, you know, and they just get thrown to the wolves. And then I think you see shorter careers out of these kids. So I think this is a better stepping stone for them. Like, Hey, throw them out there when the tracks freaking beat up, go race, go race, learn how it goes. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, I think, I think they learned a lot Dude, on Saturday. The amount of track conditions that they saw from Friday to Saturday night, <laughs> like Friday, bone dry, dusty, slick, all they that. They seen them all. And then fresh prep, had to go soak the mud off of everybody for Saturday morning, and then to wait all day, and then get the track at the last session of practice when it is smoked. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you're go turning cold. good times when it's yeah. smoked. Yeah. Sm- yeah. And then <laughs> wait all night. And then you get it again before the last mains of the night just to go mm-hmm. out there cold like that would be heavy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, before, we're, before we're done talking about the futures, the J, is it JCR Honda? Guys? No, Slam Rice, Slam Life. Slam Life Honda. Yeah, SLR. Mark Samuels. Oh, dude. The Action Jackson kid. Oh, and then, dude. my goodness. <laughs> dude, he, he went down three times, I think. In one lap. <laughs> oh, in one God. lap. In one lap. Okay, this is this is the kid that cross-shot me, Apollo. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. And I crashed. Okay, this is Action <laughs> Jackson. As it was going down, I was like, oh, I bet. Oh, dude, I was watching him like a hawk, dude. I was watching. Dude, okay. <laughs> Crashes in the whoops. Yep. Gets up. Like, he's like, oh. <laughs> goes right. Goes into the rhythm. Just fucking cartwheels. <laughs> eat shit. And he's just like, oh. I'm like, damn, that's a tough <laughs> night. Like, I wouldn't miss that on my worst enemy. I couldn't believe that I, he just kept bo- getting bo- up too. Bo- yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, oh shit, dude. Like, oh. Right. That's slam life, right? Well, even yeah. even uh, the other kid who's actually been ripping at the at the practice track too. Uh, number was it number twelve? Number twelve? Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name though. He was yes. riding really good, but he had some big ones mm-hmm. right in, right in front of me too. And I'm like, damn, like, these these kids are pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. Where were you sitting in the stands? Like you saw everything. Oh, dude, I was so. Right where Varese smoked you, yeah, <laughs> I was right above that. Oh, <laughs> I was okay. right above that. Oh my god! Did yeah. you see it happen, or yeah, did you just yeah. see my head Varese, pop back up? No, Varese, what he did, he was three and through there, and then he got to the last triple. Poor, uh, poor kid, man. Tough one. Luck. No one. His front wheel was in one rut, and his rear wheel was in the other rut. And dude, he just got cross jumped and lands on the tough block, and he like cases it. Wow. It takes you with him. You know what the most fucked up part of that was? What? So when they gave me the award and I was leaving, I was like, something bad's gonna happen now tonight. Like I'm tonight's <laughs> the night that like everything is good and this is when I get decapitated at the races. <laughs> this is like my go out moment. And then uh three track workers stopped me and were like, Hey man, just be real careful tonight. Make sure you don't get hit. Triple crowns are crazy wow. and all this stuff. I'm like, fuck, dude, it's gonna happen. So I seen I seen so, <laughs> Michael Lindsay next to you, so, standing next to you. If I were you, I'd have just freaking grabbed him and just put him in front of you like this. Yeah, let so it, let, the, let Breeze hit him. Lindsay's next to me, and it's like we're at towards the end of the night. I'm like, man, we did it. We got through it, no problems. And then all of a sudden, I feel Talking Boy pretty much tackle me, and then I just feel hot exhaust go by me because I had the camera up to my face. I'm like, fuck, it happened. And then I look over, and then he's like all wheeled up, and he's smiling, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. Dude, it, it wasn't. Well, so I was shooting, hey, you him. Wear your I was shooting him, and he hits a tough block, 
And I'm all, whoa, that guy's going down. And I saw him eat shit. Josh goes flying this way, and his bike hits the ground. Gaga. And I'm all, okay, it's not coming towards me. And then it hit the ground again, and then it's coming towards me. And it kind of went blank. I don't remember what happened, but I, I think I moved a little. But the bike hit the wall, bounced back, and the and the front tire took out the back of my calf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just got like wedged in there. I don't I don't recall falling on the ground. I think I was just on his bike, like puzzled were, in there. Yeah, you were just like laid back, but like all roped up. But you were just like, <laughs> and I didn't drop my camera. <laughs> no. And then I could hear Josh go, ah, I'm sorry. And you're just like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was no big deal. It was like, I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Then I'm all, I didn't even drop my camera. Hell yeah. But uh, everyone else was like, dude, are you okay? Like when I'd walk by, I'm like, I'm fine. Quit quit making attention to me. People in the stands are watching. <laughs> but, so have you ever broken your camera like doing something like that? Or? Jeff Emig, uh jumped across a corner once at the Coliseum and broke the flash off my camera. Well, back oh, then, you told me that story, yeah. Back yeah. then, you probably had like one of those like wind-ups, right? No, it was a film camera <laughs> oh, back gotcha. when you had to have skill to shoot photos. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and a flash. But uh, yeah, that's that's the only time I've ever been hit. But then Garth's been hit twice or three times. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. But, oh well. Hey, did I jinx this last week? Because we, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about yeah, we yeah, were now talking my about, shit's going to get imploded in oh, f- now. Damn it. Yeah, you know, should I start a campaign for helmeted photographers? <laughs> Get it sponsored no, by Bell, huh? No. Get it sponsored by Bell. Shit. HJC. I'd rather not shoot photos. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Props to Hunter Yoder. Another yeah. consistent night. Mm-hmm. He's riding good. Yeah. He's really riding good. Somebody he's he's waiting rant- for that why, phone call, Somebody was ranting. Why wouldn't they hire Yoder for Pro Circuit? No. Somebody was saying that to me really? this weekend. I was like, a lot of people saying a lot of stuff about yeah. who should hire who, but they don't understand that these kids have already That's raced a, three races. Yeah. So I think we should talk about maybe before we end this, like Rockstar Husky is going to need someone to fill in now too, because unfortunately Jalik's hurt too. So we're going to need Malcolm. and Malcolm. So we're going to need probably another Rockstar Husky guy and maybe another PC guy. I'm curious to know what Derek Kelly's um, contract consists of. Well, somebody so. said he got a call. You oh, got yeah. a call, but I got a call about it too. But he's got a call for a different coast, I thought, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. well, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because it's like, did you not realize Shouldn't he was racing? Yeah, like, right. You, you knew he was good enough to call, but you didn't know he was racing? Yeah, yeah. he's seventh last night. Dude, yeah. he's riding good. He's riding so, okay, good. so if they're going to call Chris Blos off the couch, why not call Tedesco? <laughs> I don't think. Or so, Tedesco's not. Yeah, he's, he's two time uh, yeah. champ. Is Ivan doing anything for Pro Circuit still or no? Triumph. Right. Okay. I hear he's riding a black Kawasaki. Right. But why not Josh Hansen for the Husky Malcolm spot? That would be pretty sick. Be pretty sick. Yep. Do they be. fill in 450 or 250, though? Well, I mean, they only have one 450 guy right now. Yeah, but they're going to have no 250s on East Coast. Yeah. Annie would get way more publicity in a 450 class. Yeah. But also... It'd be pretty hard. Hanny could take a lot of lunch money from those kids in the 250 class. <laughs> he could. He could. Yeah. He's been riding the 250 quite a bit, too. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Who, I like that thing. Who's even available right now? That's, uh, it's, 
I mean, they're just going to have I to think, steal. I think East Coast, there is a lot of like good privateers that are yeah. available. Like a lot of good ones that you, you wouldn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Like like a Luke Rinsland or like. Yeah. But then also the problem with some of those kids that have been really good over the years, they're not riding anymore. Luke's racing. Is he racing? I think so, yeah. I mean, I know him, Kessler, Jeremy Hand, all those guys have been riding at Dreamland. Okay. So. Wait. Who was telling me? I heard the name Matt Moss come up or something. That was that was for a different team. That was for Suzuki, but I don't I don't think it was I don't I don't think it So then to that point, shout out Brandon Shar. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, shout out Brandon Shar. He uh he's riding really good. Yeah. I mean he qualified straight through, I think. Or did no, he have LCQ. to race L C Q? Yeah. But I mean out how of many the days could have you had on that bike? I don't think he had any. He showed up. <laughs> he just showed up at the race. That's yeah. sketchy. And the race before was him and his wife pushing the bike to the starting line. Yeah, that no, kid. Good to did, see. He's a hard worker. Yeah, he is. He's good. Like, cool. Yeah. Well, shall we wrap this up? Yes, we. Yeah. I got to get Anton to the airport. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I had so much fun in California, but I want to go home. Damn. Yeah, you got to see the little one. Mm-hmm. I was like this close to like, should we move back? Yeah, really? Yeah, you, you should, should move, move back. You should. Mm-hmm. I, dude, hey, this could be your permanent chair. No. We could. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe we can put a bed in the other room. And- yeah. A crib, a crib. <laughs> Don people, just over your shoulder really, for Monday kickstart. Just, just hey, is it done yet? <laughs> is it done? Dahmer. What is it doing? done? What are you doing? What are you doing? doing? <laughs> hey, come watch this YouTube video. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? I guess in closing, shout out to all the companies that help Aries. Yeah. Thank Race you effort guys. out. Uh, thank you. WUSA John Anderson. Order a set of W wheels. Mention Swap Moto Live. Get a nice little discount. Backyard Designs. Dude, hey, and, and go to go to Swap Moto Live. Leave a comment, you know, Butt for merch. the podcast. Get the merch. Get my merch too, alexray.co. And if you're into wagering, um, click the link. Go to yeah. motobookie.com and sign up. It helps me out a little bit. And what then, about uh, the house guy? The temporary oh, house the guy. container. Yes. Oh, so I will have a new uh, uh, one race deal with this. Uh, it's like a. We're not going to have to make new graphics again. <laughs> no, he, he's, he, what he said was our uh, helmet deal, one one race deal. Um, it's shoot, man. I wish I had the the DM pulled up right now, but yeah, it's like a container that that's transportable. He wants to bring one out to a Supercross. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like shipping containers that he he turns Builds into a house. Yeah. And he's going to bring one to a race, let me sleep in it, um, so I don't have to pay for a hotel, which was freaking badass. Hey, did, you didn't get a hotel this weekend. No. no Before we home. leave, can we talk about this? How nice is it to get into the routine of everything where you're going to have to start flying out, waking up in hotels instead of oh, just waking so up nice. in your house? Yeah, no. It, it. I wanted to get a hotel on Friday, but I was like, you know what? I'll save the money, like whatever. And then, yeah, no, I, sh- I should have. I should have done that for sure, but... I wanted to get into the groove of getting a hotel, waking up at the hotel, maybe having a hotel warm up, you know, before leaving. And uh, because like at this weekend, I mean, it's that's when the circus starts, right? I mean, we're going to Houston, then to Tampa, then I mean, yeah, I'm gonna fly to Oakland, and then you know, it's the whole East Coast swing. So yeah, it's days of uh, sleeping at the house are over. So you're you're saying it's a nice routine to get to a hotel and out of town. Mm-hmm. But I always thought like riders love when they wake up in their own bed. I see like mm. I like being in the hotel. 
I, like I love being at your house and everything, but it's just different. Like I, as I said to Chase, yeah, like feels, yeah. every day just feels like, okay, I'm just going to school today. It doesn't yeah. feel like I'm going to the race today. Mm-hmm. To me, like when, when we go out of, out of state for races, it feels more like this is work, like focus. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I'm at home, I'm like, wait, you're going to hang out. Like what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why those Anaheims always feel like they blur together. Yeah. Cause I just feel like totally every day do. is just a Friday there. Yep. Yeah. All right. So it is a um, a fully converted shipping container to stay in at the track for the weekend. It's basically an RV made out of a container. That's badass. How big is this? Yeah, how big, is, is he going to be able to put it in there? there? No, I, I want to see. I want to see if we get some photos on this guy's. Might, he might have to park at Walmart across yeah. from the state. <laughs> Stetson Stetson is his name. I'm trying to find a photo, but I don't think so. He's... Okay, oh, well no, here we go. Next week, when you know more about it and can talk with yeah. authority on it, we will. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so it's going to be a one-race deal. Um, what race? Uh, I don't know yet. It's looking like maybe... They said Daytona. Yeah, maybe Daytona. Oh. Maybe Daytona, just depending on what... I won't be seeing that thing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate Daytona. Depending on, uh, on, on when we can get the helmet back, I think. So, um, yeah, I'm going to ship one out tomorrow. Maybe we can get something designed up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good, yeah. You want to shout anybody out, Chase, your detail guy or anything like that? No. <laughs> Buy Vision Visuals merch. Yeah, Vision Visuals. That's right. I'll shout them out. Yeah. Mm. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in to the Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper. We will uh, talk to you next week after Houston, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> y'all. I, you know, there's a Chinese restaurant in Houston called Kung Food. Kung Food. What is there? <laughs> It's one of those 99 cent shit boxes. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1⁄8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.